Welcome back to the podcast, ladies and gentlemen. I am your host, Jay Vaz, and you're listening to the Jay Vaz Show, music and entertainment at its finest. Today's show is a good one. It is a close friend of the show, a real good friend of mine. But before we get you there, make sure you follow us on all the social media pages at the Jay Vaz Show. Check out the website, thejvazshow.com. Make sure you head on over to YouTube and subscribe to our YouTube channel at the Jay Vaz Show, where you can watch the video portion of this and all the other interviews that we have on the show. Also, if you're an independent or an up-and-coming artist, submit your music to artists at the JVAS show. And don't forget, don't forget to subscribe to the podcast. If you're listening to us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, whatever the case might be, hit the subscribe button. And again, head on over to YouTube, subscribe to the YouTube channel. All of the links that we talked about are on the description of the podcast and let's get right into this today we are joined he's a good friend of mine he he was part of the podcast when we first started and um you'll be you probably hear his name pop up a lot and a lot of you guys that listen to the show know him mr lucky we'll be talking about working with mb riders the difference between auto-tune and talk box working with lil young from swisher house that and much more on the jay vass show baby let's go Fellas keep on saying that I need to get you out of my mind But I don't find that right So it's but you in the city that I fall from pity But I don't mind, cause girl you're just my type What's your name? I guess it's beautiful Cause that's just what you are in every way
so you learned. Um, I can't even have it again. All right, so you learned about uh, mixing, mastering when you were in school. Uh, talk to us about something that that's very unique about your talents. That is not something you can just find. You know, nowadays you can find a rapper in every corner. You can find a producer, so to speak, in every corner. But Talkbox. How did you learn, and and how did you get into doing Talkbox? You know, I'm trying to remember the first Talkbox song I ever heard. And honestly, right now, I cannot remember what it is. You know, it could have been possibly uh, Computer Love um, off the... Because I, I vividly remember seeing it on the Menace to Society movie when he pulls up behind Homegirl to get her phone number and whatnot. Uh, but I fell in love with that sound, man. And um, for many years, I'm telling you, I didn't, I didn't know what it was. I didn't know how they were doing it. I thought it was one single person that did it. It actually took me several years to figure out that there were more, multiple producers doing that. Um, you know, Blackstreet with Teddy Riley was phenomenal when he used this talk box. It was so badass. And the crazy thing that I've never been able to emulate from uh, Teddy style is the way that he would use the harmonica on the synth with his talk box. I mean, it's just a crazy sound. It's very unique, though. Um, it, it was always just so... So crazy to hear that and not know know what it was. Uh, and for a while there, I, I always thought it was a like a big machine. That's my impression that I would get. It was a big old big old box or something like that. So, you know, I'd say about ten years ago, maybe a little more than that, I started looking into it, reading into it, uh, and I started finding out more about how the talk box worked. And I was seeing the gear that they were using way back then. So it was it was pretty bulky and it was pretty insane to see how all that worked. Um, so I built my own talk box. Uh, I figured out how to build one. And it was it was makeshift, man. It was a freaking Tupperware uh, tub with a, a speaker inside of it. And the speaker I ran to a little amplifier that I hooked my piano to. So then I put duct tape all around it. And cut a hole in it, put my tube in, put a whole bunch of tapes to try to kind of keep the sound isolated. And I recorded it. And it worked. And I was just ecstatic about it. I was like, oh, shit, this fucking works. So bootleg, then I, but it's working. It was bootleg. It was bootleg. Uh, it was a computer speaker, I think, from like the thrift store. So uh, it worked. I recorded with it. And I was like, yo, I, you know, I really want to do this. Started teaching myself how to play the talk box. Slowly started getting some uh, some experience. And then saved up the money one day and bought uh, a Rocktron, which is the same thing I still use today. Um, till this day, I still rock a Rocktron. But uh, I'll show you really quickly how this works. This, for the most part, is one big old sound driver. Basically a speaker in here, a horn driver. Um, it's amplified, so you power it up. And this input right here, you hook your keyboard up. The sound from your keyboard enters this talk box, goes to the sound driver, which then has this tube connected to it, feeds the sound through the tube into the individual's mouth, and then you have to mouth out the words. You never speak a word. You never say anything. You just mouth it out. So while you're doing all that, playing the keys with your fingers, you got to... Uh, still be able to breathe and focus 
it's a, it's a lot to go on. You know, what I'm saying? it's a lot going on. It's a it's a lot of multitasking. Yeah. So you know, I, I know this is something you're very passionate about, and because we've had discussions to this, and sometimes you find it disrespectful. How? Man, I know where you're going with so, this. Yeah. Talk to us about for people who might not know, people that are watching or listening. What is the difference between talk box and something that sounds very familiar that people are actually familiar with? Uh, Auto tune. Auto tune. Talk to us about the difference between those. You know, it's funny you say that because I actually have an older brother who constantly, constantly will will be in a group chat and he'll uh, he'll call it auto tune. Like, oh, you got a new auto tune song, but he does it to pick on me. You know what I'm saying? The difference between talk box is the fact that. You do got to do all that extra work uh, to get the sound. Um, Auto-tune is pitch correction, which gives off a similar sound to TalkBox, but it's way different, and it's, it's extremely easier to use. Um, for the most part, uh, Auto-tune is pitch correction, and it's a, it's a VST. It's a plug-in that you put into your, your program. Um, your vocals go into the plug-in, and then you can choose what key you want to uh, try to correct um so if you throw it into like a chromatic scale and you're just kind of all over the place that's what gives it that little shutter that little robotic feel to it um i don't have a problem with top box i mean i'm sorry uh, auto-tune auto-tune is pretty awesome depending on how you use it i think it's a little overused and play played out today uh but both of those are aren't the only sounds that are like that because there's also something called a vocoder uh and a vocoder doesn't use a tube um a vocoder what it does is it takes sound from a microphone while you're playing keys so you're speaking into the microphone and you're playing keys but it gives you a, a more monophonic feel to it because uh it's not as clear as a talk box yeah there's not a as much sibilance um but they're all incredible. I mean, uh, uh, you know, for me, it's talk box all day, talk box forever. Don't get me wrong, though. Vocoding is super badass. I mean, uh, going back to, in retrospect to one of your questions about influences, I completely forgot, man. Daft Punk is uh, way up there in my influences. I mean, those guys are extremely awesome. So that's definitely on my top 10 as far as, uh, you know. And people who influence. Uh, correct. So, see, one of the things, this is my opinion. I don't know. I'm very ignorant to either uh, talk box or autotune. Uh Think I used to. I think I used Auto Tune once, and then we got the talk box that I, they we did on a, on a track. But I mean, you did all of that. I I had nothing to do with that. Um, I feel like it's a lot easier to learn how to do Auto Tune oh. just because it's it's a preset basically. Definitely. Compared to, I remember when we were at at the, at the other spot where you stay at, and I seen you started messing with it, and I was like, that's a lot of concentration. You got to concentrate on. You know, putting that tube in your mouth and, and you know, like you say you don't talk, but in my head I was like, you got to talk in there. <laughs> the same time, you got to focus on the keys to make sure you hit the right notes so it come out right. And, and it's just a lot of work. It's a lot of work, man. And I've, I've, I've been doing it for so long that, uh, you know, it comes naturally now. But in the beginning, it was it was extremely hard to learn how to pronounce words and whatnot and focus on playing keys and whatnot. And it's funny that you say all that because I've had several individuals ask me if I... Uh, if I'll teach him how to play talk box. And I'm like, nah, bro, I mean, I'm not really a teacher, you know what I'm saying? They're like, oh, man, just kind of show me. And in my mind, I'm thinking like, man, I busted my ass to learn, you know, talk box and be this good. You know, it's it's kind of hard to just hand, hand over the secrets, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I'm like, man, I can't help you, bro, you know what I'm saying? Sorry, brother. I'll you tell, you, to learn yourself. <laughs> tell you where to order one and 
I can kind of lead you in the direction of what keyboard to get. But as far as learning, man, you're just going to have to practice. That's all you can do is just practice, practice, you practice. You too. But that's with anything, though. You know what I'm saying? All right. So speaking of TalkBox, I think this is probably one of the, as, as you know, close friend of yours, it, I was very proud because I grew up listening to this group. And to see you have the opportunity to not just work with them, but be able to hit the stage with them, it was part, pretty fucking dope. You know, I'm not going to say I was like a huge fan of, of, of this group we're about to talk about, but I was a fan. There was a lot of tracks. I mean, being in the Hispanic community, that's one of the, you know, one of the groups that, that were out there, uh, especially out here in Houston. Every lowrider car show that were out here. Right. Uh, you got the opportunity to work and uh, with some of the MB Rider members. Right, right. Uh, talk to us about how that came about and the experience as a whole to be able to, to work with, you know, a group like that. First, I'd like to give a shout out to my boy, uh, Ziggy, Ziggy and Dose, man, incredible individuals. Um, so that came about a few years back, man. Uh, I had a, I had an uncle come visit, uh, and I don't remember if we had planned his visit to work on some of his music, because uh, he, he, I have another uh, uncle that raps. I remember if we were going to work on a track for him or what, but he ended up at my house, we're chilling, uh, and I showed him a track that I had TalkBox on, and he liked it. He's like, man, let me get that for my album. I said, all right, cool, you know what I'm saying? Uh, I said, well, do me this. I said, you can have the track, but let me, uh, let me, let me give you a feature for it. Let me rap on it. I said, I got something I want to uh, want to say on it. It's a pretty dope track. I was going to keep it for myself, but you can have it. Well, we recorded, you know, I mixed it down, uh, Gave him a a, a pre-master. It wasn't officially mastered because I was going to wait till he had his whole entire uh, ensemble of songs. So he took it back with him, and he's in uh, Georgetown. And uh, I guess he was jamming the song, and one of his buddies is a, a manager for um, for one of the Sauce Twins, or I think both the Sauce Twins. What, uh, what's that dude's name? Sauce Walker? Yeah. Uh, Sauce Walker and Peso Peso uh, is their manager. His name is Hancho Sauce. Hancho hears it, and he has the artist named YMR Red, which is an incredi incredibly cool dude as well. You know, uh, grinds hard, and, you know, he puts it up, you know, from uh, Mexicans. His, his thing is YMR, Young Mexicans on the Rise. That ended up leading to a collaboration with MB Riders for YMR's song, Summer Nights. And uh, I get a phone call from my uncle. He says, somebody wants to talk to you. I said, all right, cool, you know what I'm saying? I answer the phone and Tancho, he says, say, man, uh, I got a track that we're doing with the NB Riders. He goes, I'd love to have you play TalkBox on it. And I'm thinking, whoa. I said, you know, I'm like, fuck, yeah, I'll do that. You know what I'm saying? That's fucking badass. <laughs> so they send me the track. I work on it for a couple of days and I send them back, you know, the Summer Nights uh, chorus. Uh, and the song came together, and I was I was ecstatic about it. I was like, all right, man, that's fucking badass. And, you know, being a TalkBox player, that's one of those things that you kind of look at. You know, you're like, man, you know, MB Riders is fucking dope. Uh, you know, it'd be badass to be like that one day. So when that came about, I was like, yo, you know, check that off my list. That's insane. Like, it just came out of the blue. You know, threw me off the back of my feet, bro. I was just like, what? So we did the collaboration. Um, maybe a week or two later, I get a call from... Hancho, and at the time he wanted to uh become my manager and i was kind of weighing out you know the pros and cons and considering it seeing as to how i hadn't done a whole bunch of uh marketing or anything like that for myself 
the thing about it was I wasn't I wasn't down with all the sauce stuff. You know, that's not my vibe. That's not not my bag. So I I figured, nah, it's not the best move for me. Plus, he wanted to keep everything extremely exclusive, which to me started sounding like, all right, if I'm a if I'm gonna be managed by this guy and I can't choose who I collaborate with or make instrumentals and produce for other people, you know, I got to do it for who he says. I was like, nah, you know what I'm saying? Money started getting involved and it got kind of weird to me. It just didn't seem right. So maybe two weeks later, I get a call from Hancho. He says, hey, I got a Lil Young from Swisher House. He wants you to link up with ZigZag and do an MB Rider show. Would you be interested? And I'm like, hell to the yeah. Well, initially, I didn't want to. Oh, no shit. I initially didn't want to because I was I was a little freaked out by that. I was like, is this real? You know what I'm saying? Is this real for real or what? So he said, I said, well, let me let me see what's up, man. Let me let me think about it a couple of days. And he says, all right, well, Young's going to call you um, here pretty soon. Well, Young called me from Hancho's phone. Uh, we talked. And uh, he's like, yeah, man, you know, we got a show in South Houston. I'd like you to join in and, and do the NB Riders show. I said, well, listen, man, I said, I don't know the NB Riders tracks like that. You know, I don't I've never sat down and played them and. uh played along you know so i'm not i'm not i'm familiar with the lyrics i just don't know the notes you know i haven't gone that far to you know play any of that do covers or anything he says well you know what do you think about it i said man let me let me practice for a couple days i said let me practice for a couple days i said because i've never played talk box in front of a crowd either you know what i'm saying i used to always keep it to myself you know you you're one of the individuals that see me play before you know uh working on some tracks and stuff but never have i been in front of a crowd at the time to play it live so I practiced for a few days, uh, and I, I, you know, I'm talking to Sino, and she's like, "Man, you know, I think you should do it." I'm like, "Man, I feel pretty comfortable, you know. I think I, I think I've practiced enough to where, yeah, I can get up there." I said, "Worst case scenario, you know, you know, whatever. It didn't work yeah. out." Um, I call him back. They put the show together. Uh, I meet up with him, and mind you, I've never met Lil Young at the time, like at all whatsoever. I didn't know what he looked like. I thought the guy was black, to be real with you. Um, <laughs> Shots Lil Young, man. Yeah, Lil Young. That's my boy right there. That's my partner right there. Because uh, when I got a call from Hancho, he said, I got Lil Young from Swisher House. He's like, you know him? I said, I said nah. I said, I jammed a little bit of Swisher House, but nah, I don't, I don't know who that is. He's like, oh, okay, well, yeah, Lil Young. And I'm thinking, like, I don't know who the fuck this guy is. You know this guy is. Uh, so we do the show, bro. And I tell you what. Um, I got this little analogy when it comes to this, and uh, I was actually just talking to Sino about it this morning at breakfast. When you get high for the first time, after that, the entire time that you smoke, in my opinion, you're chasing your first high. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You never, you never really quite get to where you were the first time you did it. When we did that show in South Houston, bro, it was insane. It was, it was. Um, it was sold out. There was a freaking line. I don't know how freaking long for people that wanted to get in. And there was just no way to get in. They were past capacity already. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I remember being extremely nervous. And I also remember Zig being hella nervous too. Um, we went back to Manic studio. Uh, shout out to Manic Beats. We're at the studio. Manic let me borrow his uh his Rolling Phantom because I had all my gear at the at the at the venue. The only thing I towed it around, I think, was the actual talk box. And I said, "Hey, man, I'm I'm kind of shaky." I said, "Let me borrow your 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 keyboard. Let me practice for a bit." He said, "Yeah, go ahead. You know what I'm saying? Take care of business." 
Uh, we rocked the hell out of the show. It was insane. And, and that's why I say it's like chasing your first high, man. Like, everybody in the crowd was involved, packed house, everybody's vibing. All you see is freaking, you know, flashlights. But when you see the lights hit the people, all you see is just eyes gleaming and staring up at you. Females crying in the front of the stage and stuff. It was just insane. One of the coolest experiences ever. Um, and I thought, all right, you know, that's going to be it. You know what I'm saying? And from there, we did four more shows. Uh, within that same week and then it just kind of escalated you know it wasn't a very continuous thing but we were doing we were on the road uh doing a few shows throughout the year um and that's how i got to work with with uh zigzag mb riders and then eventually dose as well i think it was maybe a month and a half ago we did a show in uh brian college station, college station yeah um lowrider super show hosted uh a lowrider super show in brian and we, we we rocked the stage for that uh let me ask you this being that you know you were doing talk box with um you know mb riders which they have a member that was the main person doing the talk box mc right. magic mc magic uh did you get any negative feedback or any backlash for for you know, not really joining the group, but being part of the group, doing Talkbox, being that you know people look at MC Magic as, you know, he was the original. Right. I mean, he is the original uh, MB Rider. Right, right. Uh, did you get any backlash from that or anything like that? I never got any personally from him. I've never met him. Uh, and it's funny you say that. I've been to one of his shows. Uh, he did Warehouse Live, maybe two years ago, a year ago. I can't really remember. Um, and I went, and at the time, I was already uh, touring with MB Riders. So uh, I went because I wanted to see his show. I wanted to see what it was about. And I was a little disappointed, to be real with you. I mean, I'm not hating on MC Magic. I got nothing against him, you know what I'm saying? It's all love. Uh, but his show just wasn't quite what I expected it to be. Um, MC caters a lot to the female audience, which is incredible because i mean that's who's buying your merch and your cds you know what i'm saying you 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 got to have a tactic in the market to 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 make money uh i was a little disappointed on the way the show kind of went like he would cut songs like into minor little pieces you know i was like oh man i wanted to hear that whole song and jam that but whatever i've never had any backlash from him personally that i can say that he act that i know confirmed but i remember one time we were going to do a show in victoria and uh, it was on the radio. Uh, it was getting hyped up big time. It, it was going to be awesome. Um, I don't know if MC called Victoria or his manager, but somebody called Victoria to say that there wasn't an MB Riders show and that the MB Riders had been broken up since, ooh, was it 2004? Something like that. I don't even remember the year no more. I think it might have been 04 might be wrong um so we get word of it you know what i'm saying we get wind of it and we're 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 like man why is that fool tripping you know what i'm saying like we could only imagine that it was you know him and his camp i'm not even sure about that but i mean who else bro you know what i'm saying so uh we go to victoria we do the show and the and the and the turnout was not anywhere near what we expected and a lot of people that did come up say man i almost didn't come because they said on the radio uh, on the radio that it was a, a fake show and, uh, I mean, there's only two things I could think of that might have helped out that situation. I think at the time, the way that it was being promoted, uh, 
wasn't wasn't helping out the situation. I mean, maybe if they would have had a phone conference with the radio station to clarify things, but nothing happened. Nobody took any action. So it, it you know, that's the only time I've ever seen something kind of sour that happened to 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 me and the riders while we was touring. But like I said, I'm not 100 percent sure if it came from him him and his yeah. camp or not. So you mentioned you know you got the opportunity to tour with uh with Zigzag and you know the NB riders. Mm-hmm. Um, you got the opportunity to be featured with uh, with Lil Young. Uh, right. You created that 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 relationship. Oh yeah. Uh, what other features ha- have you worked with, and, and what other projects have you been featured on, uh, whether it's talk box production or as an artist? Man, loads of production and features, bro. Um, right off the top of my head, one that really stands out that I'm I've been extremely excited about is a track with the with the fellow from Italy named uh, Beater, aka Blitz. Uh, that track is a summer song as well, uh, and uh, it's funny how that came c- came together. I think I did. You know, it's funny. Now that I remember, about a year and a half ago, I did a challenge. It might have been a little longer than that. I did a challenge about for a year e- ago for ESG, the What Would uh, Pimp C Do challenge, and uh, I wasn't gonna do it, bro. But my buddy uh, Danny DeSoto. Said, dude, shout I think, out to Danny, man. Shout out to Danny, man. Incredible artist. Bad saver. Oh, yeah. Bad saver. Um, he said, man, do it. He goes, I think it'll be great for you, bro. He goes, people watch your videos on Instagram and all that. He goes, but I think if you do the challenge, it's going to throw everybody, you know, off the walls because they're not going to expect that. And I thought about it for a second. I was like, man, I'm not really good at, you know, trying to do all this little stuff to get, you know, uh, uh, what's, the, uh, what's the word? Clout is what they call it nowadays. There you go. I don't like to clout chase. So I was like. You know what? I'm gonna try. I'm gonna see how it goes. You know, worst case scenario, nobody sees the video, whatever. Well, it actually got hit quite a bit, bro, and it kept getting reshared, and it was pretty awesome. Uh, I think a week later, that dude uh, Blitz hit me up on my messages and asked if I would be willing to do a collaboration. I said for sure, bro. And see, this is—I'm unaware that this guy's from Italy or any of that. Uh, we started messaging back and forth, ironing, <clears throat> ironing out details, and. Uh, we collaborated on that song, and it, it turned out amazing. It took forever to drop, though. It took an enormous amount of time to drop, but it, it finally did. Yeah, because I know you've been working on it for a while. And a I think long It just recently time. dropped, not that it, long ago, it actually, It recently right? dropped, maybe a month ago or something like that. Um, but from Beater, another artist from, or a producer from Italy hit me up. Uh, I think he had produced that track for him and, you know, fell in love with the work. And for them, it was the, the whole west coast vibe that they got from it that they really liked uh so that individual asked me if i would be willing to work on a r&b r&b is track for for one of his artists i said yeah for sure send me the music let me see if i if i dig it you know if i can vibe to it i don't want to send you something that's forced and you ain't gonna like yeah uh, and i tend to do that with anybody that asks me to do a collaboration or a production work man let me see what i can get you if you fuck with it you fuck with it if you don't you know don't force it because because then ain't nobody gonna like it, you know what i'm saying um, no, it was actually a real cool song. It's called Honey. He released that before Beater even released his track. Uh, and that was a cool song to be a part of. Um, so those two collaborations were pretty dope. Um, worked with Lil Young. Uh, shout out to my brother Lil Young. Man, that dude's a fucking badass. Um, let's see. That boy T. Uh, who else, man? Uh, Zigzag, of course. Uh, there's a track out there that I collaborated on, bro, that I have not even heard the full version of uh, with Mr. Criminal. And that was pretty cool when that came about. I was just like, 
off the walls. And, you know, and all these events have happened within the past two and a half years, bro. So, you know, it goes from producing and being very low key to like it just kind of snowballing and turning into this massive, massive thing. You know, getting getting my name tossed around with, with names that I look up to, that I jam to. So it's, it's just been very, very incredible. Nobody could ever replace my pretty girl Baby, can't you see that I love it from the heart and that it's meant to be And when I speak these words, I speak them truthfully Hoping that your heart feels the same with me Just want the two of us, baby, making love Sharing feelings with each other, not a simple crush You know you hold it down and be down with whatever Everlasting pleasure if you know you stay here forever So do you get the fact that I love you And that no matter what I do, it'll always be true Cause God sent you down, baby, straight to me Where we can live on this earth very happily Cause in your eyes is where I seen the light It burned out my sight cause it was so bright Cause you're the key to my heart, the light to my dark Baby, with you, it was love from the start Man, our love is sweet, let me sweep you off your feet And then make precious love on the dream world sheet To spend the rest of our lives by ourselves And experience things that we have never felt, never done before Let's just lock the door and let our minds and emotions explore and soar Let's do wonderful things for the both of us Feel extreme passion until it just busts Your lust is kisses, girl, turn me on can never get you off my mind like my thoughts are gone When we're all alone, baby, in the mood Touching and kissing, both feeling good Both feeling the best, heart pounding in our chest Our love will never end cause it's so complex Underground.